Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which police radio sent you. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, you know, I'm on my home of the internet. It's where I live now. It's where everyone lives now because there's a pandemic and uh, we can't go out and do anything and play shows or go to shows. But the band that I have on the show for this episode hasn't played a show anyway <laughs> in many, many years. <laughs> so this is kind of a weird one because usually I'm talking to bands that, you know, they have something new coming up. They're putting on a record or, or you know, they're, go- they're going on a tour. Well, not now, but, you know, something exciting is happening. But you guys, there's not really anything exciting happening, I don't think, other than I just was invited. I did to join your Facebook group, which has a bunch of old posters and stuff. So that's sort of <laughs> yeah. how, how this came up. So I think the best way to, to sort of start this off is if you guys want to introduce yourselves uh, and the band and, you know, let, let listeners know what you did in the band and then we can kind of go back through the history. Okay. Who's, who wants to start? Well, I guess Chuck should start. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. <laughs> yeah, you're probably the best one. To this start, is yeah. Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> I buzzed in first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm Chuck. Uh, I played bass. Um for the majority of the time in the band and did some vocals and that's about it cool. also um, we were called the naked midgets that's right yes yes <laughs> we will get into the name in a minute for sure yeah yeah, yeah. i've heard of that name <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm jeff spriggs the other Jeff. um i played guitar for most of the time uh but i actually was the original drummer as well oh, and cool. was the original drummer on the first album cool cool way and back I'm, uh, I'm Bryce Brennan. Uh, I played drums uh, for the last leg of the uh, the midgets. Um, I guess what what year would that have been that I joined? Like 2002 or something? Oh two? No, it's oh two. I think yeah. Yeah. late oh two, start of the school year. Yeah. How, how long has it been since the band played its last show? Because it's got to be at least fifteen years now, right? If not more. Um, our last show in the original run was in July of oh five. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's 15, and then yeah, we yeah. yeah. And then we played uh, two reunion shows in '09, I think. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Ish. <laughs> yeah. So I think that part of the reason you guys were always interesting was because, you know, in that era when, when I was in Grandpa's Army and you guys were in the Midgets and so many bands were playing shows together all the time, you were the rare band that was not from Winnipeg. Like, so many of us were, were just from the city. Yeah. We played shows with each other constantly. But you guys were from Portage. And I think that... Um, you know, Portage is not really that far from Winnipeg, but it, it had this kind of like, oh, these guys are from Portage. What's, you know, well, what's in Portage? <laughs> so what was right? that? I guess like when you guys started off in the late 90s, what was, was there a punk scene in Portage Prairie? Portage Prairie? Because it seems like, you know, whenever you guys had shows out there, there'd be a lot of bands and they weren't only Winnipeg bands too. So what was the kind of community like? There was a scene, yeah, uh, but it was more the straight edge Christian hardcore scene. Oh yeah, that one of those, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we got on there, uh, met up with those guys just because we wanted to play shows, and and we ended up uh, on a few of those bills, but it wasn't really our style. So uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I don't think we were really welcome much uh, right. after the first few shows. 
They weren't a fan of the debauchery, eh? <laughs> no. So uh, we ended up uh, going to Winnipeg and got in in that uh, that same scene that you're familiar with, Sam. Yeah, all those uh, Broadway bands and stuff playing at the Broadway yeah. Neighbors Center and everything. Oh, yeah. the Broadway was the best. They were great. Great shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, one of my favorite things, I, I kind of want to do a more thorough sort of what the history of the band is, but in preparation for this, I was re-listening to the CDs because I have the CDs and the first one, it cracked me up every time because the album cover is you guys playing on stage and there's like five people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the least, the least impressive crowd shot I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and one of the one of the guys seems to be on his way out too in that uh, in that picture. <laughs> that would have been our third ever show, actually. Okay, okay. Is yeah. that indicative of like what the size was for 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 punk shows out there, or not really? Uh, at first, it was, but uh, that show ended up having quite a few uh, people. That was Reagan Fest one, right? Right. And oh, yeah. uh, there was. Uh, <laughs> Well, it seems like uh, not much, but 100 people in the West End Hall. Yeah, something look, like that. It can look pretty impressive, but uh, yeah, that picture didn't do it. The picture, justice. no, no. I, like, no why, yeah, I, it's yeah. a very odd choice for an album cover, but but I kind of like yeah. it too, because it has that like shitty DIY-ness to it that, that, that really kind of suits, yeah. I think, what you guys were don't doing. Get, right? Yeah, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of shows that had like eight people in yeah. them. And, oh, we oh, played yeah, those we too. Played sure. the <laughs> yeah. 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 Just the other bands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I mean, it's 2020 now. Obviously, when you guys started, uh, the name of the band was probably not as offensive as it would be today. Like, I don't think you could call a band that today and get away no. with it because yeah. people yeah. would legitimately be offended. So, uh, did you run into any difficulties with that? Like, or was it just like, oh, this is a punk band, they have a stupid name? Of course they do. I don't remember running into difficulties at all. What about you, Spriggs? Maybe the we just. The only difficulty. Didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> the only difficulty that I know of was um, when my dad, shortly after the band started, got this new thing called the internet. He wanted to look up <laughs> oh, no. the band online, which, I mean, we didn't even have a <laughs> website yeah. or anything. And you look up Naked Midgets, needless to say, a punk band from Porters <laughs> of Prairie is not what's going to come up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't search that at work. No, it's probably a bad idea, <laughs> for sure. Does, how do you feel about the name now? I mean, you know, I think it definitely defines like a snotty punk band of teenagers, right? Like, but I mean, now that you're still associated, but you're still posting all these old posters and stuff, and I'm sure your names are connected to it as, you know, professional adults. Do you have any regrets about it or does it come back to haunt you at all? I, uh, I love the name and, uh, you know, um, but I would say sometimes it's a little embarrassing telling people nowadays what the name was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm with that too. But I mean, I also... Like, I, I agree that, like, it definitely fits the whole snotty punk scene thing. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I'm I'm cool with it mostly, yeah. Yeah, whenever anybody hears about it, it's like, oh, that wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> no, it would Yeah. <laughs> it's a, like, like uh, I don't know. It, I think everybody kind of understood that it wasn't uh, meant to be offensive or anything. Yeah. Like, uh, we played with a lot of political punk bands, like Propaganda for yeah, one. Yeah, of course, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, nobody seemed to really uh, take offense yeah. to the name. But but maybe today would be different. It's a different time and understandable. So, 1999 was uh, an age ago for sure. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, okay, the, the Propaganda show, I remember hearing about that at the time and thinking it was crazy that you guys were playing with them because, you know, even we then they were, they were huge. And, yeah. you know, they're playing in Portage, first of all, which makes sense. I mean, you know, given their history and stuff. But, like, they're playing a pretty small venue in Portage with you guys opening. <laughs> like, yeah. how, how did that even come about? Like, I mean, was that – that's got to be the biggest show you ever played, right? I would say yes. Yeah. In the midgets, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. 
Yeah, so um, basically, they got a hold of us, uh, and I think they just knew that we were playing a lot of punk shows at the time in town, and just uh, wanted to do us a favor and have us cool. on the bill. So that was that was pretty cool. It was actually Jord that uh, that reached out to us first, okay. and uh, I uh, said we'd be down for sure. And, you were not uh, going to say no. Yeah, who's going to say no to that? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, then uh, I met him one day at a Seven Eleven in Portage. He was with one of his friends. Then you send to the West End. Uh, that was the West End Seven Eleven. Oh, that's a good he, one. He was in town to help his help his mom do some gardening. Right on. And uh, he brought me some flyers to to go put up some flyers. So that's awesome. That's such a cool thing. Like, I mean, I guess like you know, being from from Portage, you kind of have that in Winnipeg. You have that thing of like, oh, these are this is some band from out of town, but but they're you guys are the local band, the local openers, right? Like maybe that's yeah. kind of a yeah. fortuitous uh, <laughs> position to be in, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. And and it was a big deal because you think that was two thousand four, two thousand three. Yeah, they were, and they were. I mean, they've been big for, forever, but they they were. I yeah, mean, yeah. That's a, that was maybe at the height of their fame, and uh, they haven't been back since. So it just shows. Is that, that it your really fault, was. or like? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, Portage, yeah. but uh, they're not coming yeah, that, back. <laughs> that was right after they uh, they released today's Empires. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Which is still still an amazing album for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorites. Probably my favorite of theirs, actually. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's up there for me for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sitting around just the other day. When one of my friends just happened to say Hey man, I'm really starving Let's get something to eat Hey, what do you say? So we all got in the car It wasn't very fun And we could all walk with a strut Because we're going to Pizza Hut Pizza Hut For a band with a stupid name, stupid slash potentially embarrassing name, <laughs> and, and like you know playing kind of like uh, very DIY, straight ahead basic punk rock, you guys lasted a pretty long time. Like there's what three albums uh, in the in the yeah. catalog. Yeah. So yep. what? And there was a lot of lineup changes too, right? I mean, it, it seems like there was <laughs> more a, than Spinal Tap. Yeah. Right. 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 So so what what kept <laughs> this going? Like why why did you keep kind of uh, going ahead with this? Because a lot of bands in that position we'd just record something like a demo and then and break up and everyone would start new bands mm-hmm. like what was the uh, kind of motivation to keep this one going that's a good question <laughs> it was probably fueled by a lot of beer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. or rum in my case right, and it right. could be the the small town thing too there there wasn't a ton of people to start bands with so uh, I was stuck with these guys and 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they were more stuck with me. If right. You right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we just, uh, it wasn't like we planned to to do an album and break up or that we planned to do three and keep going for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. It just worked out that way. Yeah. You guys were kind of uh, ready to pack it in before, uh, before you guys like approached me. It was really well, close. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Cause like what, what happened? Like the, the, what I call like the original sort of incarnation of the band, even though it had, it had multiple lineup changes yeah. as well. It ended in like February of 02 I was in broadcasting school at the time and I had a big assignment to do and uh, our guitarist at the time Brandon um, he had some video he wanted to work on and I couldn't go because of school so I got booted from the band which I mean I sort of see now and it is what it is but at the time I I was pretty pissed off about it and so like I was done and so there is one Naked Midgets show that I actually did not play. Okay. Um, and yeah, then we were done as far as I was concerned. But then Chuck approached me at yeah the start of the school year later that year and said, "Oh, I've got uh, this guy Bryce and this guy Braden as well on drums to play." And I was like, "Oh, I'll give it a shot, I guess." But yeah, <laughs> and kept us going for a few more years. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, the... there was a time that we had two drummers at the same like playing together. Well, we just switched off. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be very strange if you had like this really complicated drum patterns happening suddenly in this era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's nothing complicated about our drum yeah, patterns. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. <laughs> no. How do those recordings sound to you guys now? I mean, you know, you got the three albums. Um, my opinion on <laughs> my, my opinion on those records is that they kind of sound like shit. Like, you know, a lot of it is, is not. Um, it's entertaining. But like the you know the recording quality is not great and some of the songs are not great. But it's somehow endearing. Like there's something about it that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess is what made you keep doing this, right? Like there's something uh, fun about it. I guess. I, yeah, I for always, sure. I always say that all three of our albums are 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 have one or more, but definitely one fundamental flaw. Like the, the first one, <laughs> I love it. It was recorded for you know nothing. Yeah. On a four track tape. Sounds like shit, but I mean, so did a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, my band stuff sounded terrible too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the second album, I mean, it, it's funny. We recorded it by ourselves, but with a drum machine, which was a weird idea. It's a very strange choice, yeah. And then, like, mixed by a professional engineer, which was weird. So it sounds good partially, but then doesn't sound like a real band either. And right. it's I don't know. It, yeah, <laughs> and then so yeah, uh, talk about that for a bit, Spriggs. Working with that professional engineer, uh, he wasn't too impressed with what we brought to the <laughs> no, no, he, he, thought, he, thought we were, he thought we were a bunch of unprofessional assholes, and he was not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> for for instance, everything was mixed onto one track when we took it to him, right? Nice. To, <laughs> and, to, and, yeah. Initially, yeah, Brandon brought the wrong the wrong mix. Okay, <laughs> simple mistake, but needless to say, that that uh, marked us as amateurs uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which record was that? The second record? Yeah, that was Body Slams and Beer. So how does how does that hold up then? I mean, if you got the professional guy to do it, obviously there's the the weirdness with the drum machine and all that happening. But like, yeah, how, how do you? Where do you place that in the in the catalog? Is that like I mean, higher or lower con- than the others? In retrospect, uh, it's consistent. For, for, uh, for me, like I don't know, you, you can't really pick a favorite. I don't know, but uh, 
I, can I don't know. Make a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it might be that one though. Like if I had to, um, I just like the sound. I liked how uh, how it came out, and I just liked that it sounded like an album. Yeah. Yeah. And everything belonged together, and maybe just the songs on there were my favorite. I, I think our our most quote unquote enduring songs do come from that album, but. Yeah, I mean that that drum machine. I oh, I hated it from the get go. <laughs> it's a really strange I, choice. I was also the drummer at the time too. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, uh, <laughs> it was also offensive that we yeah, didn't use you. And, yeah. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I I was not a good drummer. Still, am not. But still. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the I like the sound of that first album too. Uh, I don't know. It could just be the memories that I like, but. Yeah. Uh, but the it has a good album, sound. Yeah, it has a lot of sentimental value for yeah. it, for sure. Well, that's, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's really the appeal at this point, too, right? Because it's not like you guys are actively yeah. kind of pushing these records to be heard by, by new audiences, I don't no. think. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, that, that kind of liking your own stuff is just kind of where it's at right now, right? Yeah. Oh, and weird, memories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weird things keep coming up, like that Facebook group uh, yeah. kind of, like, spurred this interview, you know? So, well, uh, and maybe that's something to yeah. talk about, too, because, like, I mean, you know... I really like doing these interviews with bands that are long defunct uh, because it's, 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 you know, I obviously like talking to people with new stuff too, because that's a little bit more um, at the moment exciting, <laughs> but, yeah. but there's definitely, yeah. you know, something to be said for, for kind of reminiscing and stuff. But I mean, my band definitely like grandpa's army definitely milked the, uh, the shit out of ourselves um, for, for a long time with reunion shows and releasing posthumous albums and stuff oh, for sure. and just continually <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did one of these with all with like eight of them or whatever you know and we i listened to it it was awesome right right it was fun but but i mean <laughs> it's just like the, the facebook group why, why did you guys decide to, to kind of keep this going now i mean because you know grandpa's army we did it for a few years and then we gave up you know but but you guys oh. are still in 2020 actively kind of uh Nostalgia, nostalgizing, if that's a word, uh, about it's not, but <laughs> about this. It band. actually, uh, it started with, uh, I didn't with even Chuck know there was a posting Facebook a picture. <laughs> yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck posted a picture of me uh, drumming at one of our shows and tagged me in it, and then people just started joining the group. Cool. It yeah. was like, posted in the group, and like it just. Kind of so yeah, them. I didn't really know that there was a group at the time, but a picture. Who, who made it then? <laughs> I <laughs> did. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is like 2008 yeah. or something. This okay, was like okay. 2008. <laughs> so apparently there was a, a topless picture of Bryce playing drums. <laughs> so I shared it with a quote like "Miss these days" or something. Then all of a sudden I was getting notifications that people were joining the group. Okay. So, so then uh, yeah, we just. I started sharing a few things on there, Bryce did, and then people started sharing their memories, and then uh, Sam reaches out to us, and then yeah. here's the interview. Uh, are you getting lots of people from like that you remember from back in the day that maybe you haven't talked to in a while, kind of reminiscing about this Oh, stuff? yeah. Absolutely. These guys here, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. and Bryce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we probably I, I, haven't been in the same room together since 2009, maybe. Maybe. Oh, really? yeah. 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 Is there... I, and... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, is there any desire for you guys to do that again? Like, I mean, I know you've had reunion shows, and obviously no one's playing shows now, and like you said, you haven't been together in a room in years, but is this kind of, uh, you know, renewed uh, hype about the band give you any inclination to, to, to try it again? Well, I, would, I wouldn't I uh, would say that any of us are chomping at the bit to start the band up as a full-time band. Of course, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
nowadays and especially with covid and everybody at home i think everybody's playing around with uh some recordings and stuff and uh maybe writing some songs doing some covers so we've definitely thrown around the idea of uh maybe doing an ep or a cover album or something like that and just releasing it online cool would you change the name now that it's uh you know again a different era like we said uh the 90s was a different time i wouldn't i would i would just roll the dice and see what happens (laughs) well i saw some people on your uh facebook group there with like wearing old t-shirts and stuff and it was just like oh someone's gonna see that not realize it's a band yeah yeah i I tried on uh, one of mine and it does not fit anymore (laughs) i have that problem too yeah Yeah, I could be in that club as well. I think most people are these days. <laughs> sure. cool. I, I guess, like, what what is the... Um, I don't want to use a word like the legacy of the band because it's a punk band from Portage. I don't know if, if you guys have a legacy is the right word, but what is kind of the... You know, now that you're this far past being in this band and, and the, the music was recorded years ago and it's out there for the few people who have copies lying around, what do you think was the... the what did this band accomplish? I mean, you didn't go on any big tours or anything as far as I know. You know, you put out music probably to a fairly small audience. How do you feel about sort of what you accomplished as the Naked Images? It's a legacy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was just a, about the good times, you know, yeah. and like lots of memories of the West End Hall and Portage. And yeah. The biggest thing for me, I would say, is that like in the early days, so before Bryce was in the band, but he was in a band okay. at the time, the biggest thing for me was that we were so shitty. <laughs> our songs were so shitty. They were so easy to play. Yeah. But we put on our own shows in Portage, which no one had done that. Right. And it really sparked 
a bunch of people to start bands who started off shitty, but eventually learned their instruments, went on and actually, you know, became really, really good, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, we definitely did a little bit of that, which was awesome. Yeah. I was definitely one of those people. Yeah, like, yeah. Bryce would be a, a prime yeah, I example. Wasn't, I wasn't... Uh, in bands until I went to one of the midget shows and then I'm like, oh man, that that was great. I want to do that. And then kind of picked it up from there. That's cool. Yeah, like a, a, lot, a lot of kids came up to me and were like, oh, like it, it seemed like so easy that you guys could do it, which I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you know, it, it made me want to do it. So, I mean, that's that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I had a kid come up to me at a party, and we were talking about punk music, and he asked me if I heard of the Naked Midgets, and I said, <laughs> that was my band, and he's like, no way, and uh, he's like, I'm going to go home and practice my bass, and then uh, he left the party to go practice his bass, wow. so I didn't even practice my bass, so it's <laughs> <laughs> and Spriggs and Bryce could, uh, could vouch for it. <laughs> So how much um, yeah. how much old stuff do you still have lying around? Because it seems like you're sort of constantly, lately anyway, on that group posting, you know, posters and, and tickets and, and even some videos of some live stuff. Are you sitting on, like, an archive of this? Uh, uh, well, kind of because uh, I just recently moved. So I have, I've seen the stuff recently and knew okay. where it was okay. for the most part. And uh, so I was able to dig up that old poster with Grandpa's Army on it. Yeah, that's uh, cool, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so... I've had the advantage of that to be able to just throw things up when I get time. And uh, I wish I could archive it all and throw it all up there. Bryce has a lot too. Yeah. I think most of the stuff isn't digital at the moment though. Yeah. It's just wrong with all that stuff in the air. Yeah. I've got, I've got three VHS tapes at my mom's house in Portage that uh, I need to dig up one day for sure. And one of these days I'm going to come around to all of your places and just pick them all up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Digitize everything and throw them on that page. Yeah. 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 It would be good to have all that. Well, that's one of the one of the, the biggest problems I think about. I mean, not problems, but it's just a, a, again a different time. Is that you know nowadays everyone's shows are just getting documented, just kind of out of habit, right? Because everyone's got phones, everyone can easily record a live set. They can they can film the whole thing, they can live stream it, whatever. And unfortunately, a lot of a lot of bands from back then, if they didn't get documented by members of the band, they're basically they don't exist. I mean, there's probably yeah, you know, yeah. a few people who have a tape lying around, and probably me. You know, because I kind of hoard that stuff, but, but but you know, it's just it's just gone, and that's one of the things that I uh, I appreciate about what you guys are doing too. Is even though you know, I don't know how often I'm going to listen to the CDs. I mean, I mean, no offense by that, but like you know, no, I do <laughs> like seeing videos. I do like seeing this old stuff, these old posters and things like that, because it's yeah, I think I think that stuff's important to to keep, and it, I'm glad you guys did because it's you know, uh, it's so easy for stuff from even ten years ago to just be wiped off the face of the earth because totally. the, the technology wasn't there to, to easily document it, right? Yeah, like I, uh, nowadays everybody's on YouTube from every concert. Like it isn't as uh, valuable anymore or as special right, to yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like rather than looking back at something from the year 2000 where all that was mm-hmm. used was VHS like recorders. And yeah. If that. You know, I, I have a picture of myself from the propaganda show on stage and my video camera is sitting right next oh. to me. Nobody's oh. <laughs> nobody's nobody's taping anything, you know. Yeah. That was like, a heartbreaker. One one of one of the three shows that we played well. Yeah, right. <laughs> well that was a good one to play well. If you're gonna play well at any show, that seems totally. like the one to yeah. Front of a huge crowd, not documented. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there was one at the zoo too in oh nine when we did those few uh was that the zoo? 
few yeah, reunion shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were right on the money that night, and there was not a video camera or a phone going that night. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird I don't how... remember being right on the money that night. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how much some of that stuff is lost, which is why, again, I appreciate what you're doing with the group there, because you know I, I love seeing those old posters. Even from shows I didn't play or didn't go to, it's still like, oh, I remember that band. And then it makes me want to kind of dig up music from whatever band it was and see if I can find anything, you know, or go through my tapes yeah. and think, oh, I have this on a compilation or something, right? So it's, yeah. It's, yeah, cool. for sure. Like that first uh, Reagan Fest, uh, lacking intelligence, and uh, who was it? Oh, insanely unsound. I don't think they were on the flyer for the show. They weren't, I on, think. The, they weren't on the flyer, but they, they were there. We didn't even know the guys, and they just showed up in Portage and played. So <laughs> Sounds about right. For, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they asked. But yeah. <laughs> we, ended up, we, uh, yeah. we did that at a show one time too. So. <laughs> yeah. I think we did that a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's—I mean—that's one of those. Celian sounds a great example because, like, you know, they were awesome. I love those guys. I, I we played a lot oh, with yeah. them. I used to see them all the time, uh, even if I wasn't playing the show. And they recorded some stuff. I have a few songs, but. I don't know. I don't have a copy of the album. I don't. I don't know if anyone yeah. has a copy of the album. Like it's. I don't even know if they. I, I don't even know if Steve-O still has a copy of the album. It's. Just, it's just. He <laughs> definitely does. He does. I, I. I reconnected with him actually, you know, two weeks ago or whatever. Oh, when, nice. when the Facebook uh, uh, site came on, and and I, I asked him, and he he does. He's gonna. It's going to get him out somehow. Nice. Hint, nice. hint Steve, do yeah, it up. Yeah, well, Steve, well, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that I'll, I'll bug him about it too, for sure. So what, what, Perfect. why Reagan Fest? I mean, because that never made any sense to me. Why, I remember seeing the poster when we played that show there, and it was like, why, why is Reagan on the poster? What does that have to do with anything? Because, I mean, I actually asked this question on, uh, after you posted the poster that we were on, I, I shared it on Twitter, and I was like, can anyone explain to me why Reagan is on the poster of these like teenage punk bands from 1999 or whatever? And you know, most of the answers I got were people saying, "Well, it must be like a throwback to like the 80s punk posters with Reagan on it because, you know, obviously he's the the president at the time and everyone's sort of fighting against him, right?" But is that why, or was it just? Cause, yes. Yeah. Exactly. yeah okay. That's okay. exactly. Yeah, why. That's, that's literally why. Okay. <laughs> when we first started in the late 90s, there we were old school hardcore, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, not not that we we're as good as them, but like minor threat. Uh, yeah, those kind of vibes. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. So, uh, and I thought it was just funny how they were also upset about Reagan. So, uh, yeah, I just <laughs> uh, put it on our poster and uh, played the act that we had a lot of hostility towards Reagan yeah. as well. Well, and you had so many. Was technically alive still. He was still alive, yeah. For, but, but I don't think he was causing anyone any troubles at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny though because you guys had so many, you know, active politicians you could have chosen from, like in Canada and the U.S. at the time too. Oh, right? Yeah. And there's Reagan. Yeah. On the... <laughs> we were not so, a political band. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> very obviously, you're writing songs about Pizza Hut and stuff. So yeah, it's... <laughs> we definitely weren't Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But you open for propaganda, which is hilarious. Like, just, it is pretty funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. So we it, definitely didn't mix other than the Portage connection. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a good connection to have, though, for sure.
So if, yeah. if, if people haven't heard you, because I assume, you know, a lot of people listening to the show are people who are in bands now, and a lot of them are younger. I mean, you know, a lot of them are in their 20s and stuff, and they may not have heard of uh, the illustrious Naked Midgets Reporters of the Prairie. Uh, so what's the best way to find out more about what you guys are doing? Like, is there anywhere the music's available anywhere, or is it just on CDRs kind of in random basements across Manitoba? It's on CD and it's on uh, the Witch Police. Uh, those links. That's right. The which, old Witch uh, Police blog is still on there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that's it. So I actually refer people to that Witch Police uh, blog quite often. So I'm glad it's still active and uh, well, maybe not active, but so it's not active. No, because like, the podcast yeah, is kind of taken over. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't own can... any of the albums, and whenever I get nostalgic, I actually do listen to it through the Witch Police links. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad someone's someone's still using that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's yeah, not so that, it's not on YouTube or Bandcamp or any of that stuff. It's just strictly on my old blog from like ten years ago. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I would like to get a YouTube going with uh with all the old show videos once we do get them yeah. all uh, digitized mm-hmm, cool. and uh, the Facebook group. People could hit that up if they want to. Uh, yeah, to check us out and get a hold of us and uh, yeah. Are you still going to be actively kind of pushing nostalgic stuff to that group? I think uh, for a little while, as we find things, uh, now we got a place to put it. Cool, and, cool. Uh, and maybe it won't get updated again for ten years. Who knows? But, <laughs> but it's all there. Yeah, there are posts right? from nine two thousand nine on there. Weird. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that because I was looking back. I'm like, oh, this is cool. How long has this been up for? And then it's like a bunch of new stuff, bunch of new stuff, and then it sort of trickles off. And then it's like, oh, two thousand nine. Hey, it's a group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
with like no posts on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. zero posts. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Sure. I'm glad you still exist in some form because you know, there's a. Uh, I don't think there's any other bands from that that time period from our little scenes here in Winnipeg and, and elsewhere that still exist in, in any kind of way. I mean, there's no Grandpa... The Grandpa's Army stuff's all on Witch Police, old blog site, but there's no yeah. Facebook group or anything for it. Like, you know, uh, other than doing an episode on here with all those guys, that was, you know, no one's heard or cared about that in forever, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I just uh, well, we cut out for a second there, but... Uh, now, so. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Zoom is about to kick us off, because it, it doesn't like uh, Cheapskate's not paying for the full product. So... If someone, if you're introducing someone to the Naked Images now, you know, all these years later, what album would you recommend and why? Well, I would recommend the third one because that's the only one that I'm on. (laughs) (laughs) Would. That's a good reason. It's a great album in its own right. It it just doesn't have the songs, though. Right. It's the best sounding one of the three, for sure. Yeah. So Um, all all three of you? And I would... I would pick uh, the second one, Body Slams and Beer, just because uh, I like the sound and uh, I like the songs. Cool. And that's yeah, all good the, songs. I'd pick the first one, Midget Phobes Don't Bash, because it was recorded live and is it is what it is. Yeah, it has that fantastic <laughs> album cover, too. And it's only 18 minutes long, so right. there you go. And how many songs? Like 11. A, a, 11. <laughs> what more do you need than 11 songs in 18 minutes right that's awesome yeah well yeah um i'm glad you guys are you guys are still you know like i said exist in some form i'm glad you could do this um hopefully you know once covid uh if covid changes at some point you guys can maybe get back together recording like you're saying an ep or something like that would be cool uh if not yeah. you still exist in uh in the hearts and minds of you know 10 people who were at the west end hall exactly so <laughs> you probably I wouldn't uh, say a show would be out of uh, out of the question either yeah. if if we uh, made a recording, but I don't even know people that put on shows anymore. So no, either do I. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right How much time do we have? Four minutes? Four Five minutes. minutes? Yeah. Spriggs, tell the lit your leg on fire story. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all righty. Well, before I got into punk, I was a big Kiss fan, so I was all about pyro, putting on a show, what have you. Yeah. And uh, I had recently gotten in a Motley Crue, actually, and I had seen a video of, of Nikki Six lighting his legs on fire in the <laughs> early days of the band. And I was like, well, I could do that. No problem. <laughs> so I, I doused my pant leg with lighter fluid, not lighter fluid, rubbing alcohol, sorry. Okay. And uh, lit it on fire, had uh, a buddy of ours with a wet towel. He was going to pat me out if it got too hot, um, which it did very quickly. I'm sure it and, did, yeah. Uh, Patted me out and nothing happened. My legs are still on fire. Now my skin is burning. Um, thankfully, it was wintertime. I kicked the stage door of the West End Hall open and I jumped into the snowbank while still playing a guitar solo because I had just bought a wireless unit. <laughs> and uh, let my leg, you know, cool off, stop cooking in the uh, snow and went back on stage, finished the show, packed up my gear, brought it home, then went to the hospital. I assume this I still remember. Uh, leg. <laughs> I still remember the scream as you uh, dove out the door. Oh, never been in so much pain. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm assuming this didn't get filmed. Eh? Is this does this exist on video anywhere? No. Oh, that I wish. That That's one of those things that would have been. You know, uh, you, you could have gone viral with that. Oh right? yeah. Even yeah. all these years later. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would have been a good you, one. Uh, I seem to remember you saying, uh, "Oh, don't worry about it. I have two pairs of jeans on. I won't get through the second pair." <laughs> <laughs> I did test it out before, and it was fine, but yeah, I don't know what happened. 
right on. <laughs> little while after the show. I didn't even really know what was happening too much other than he left. I thought he was just goofing off. I didn't really know that his leg caught on fire. And then somebody told me he was at the hospital. This was after we played, but. Uh... That's awesome. Dressing in the dark No good come from this I should not 